You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode three. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode three. Today's topic will be on positive thinking and the power of the mind. In general, we think that this is a topic that uh, can relate to everyone, for sure can relate to us along with you all out there. Uh, One of the first things that come to mind when we were thinking and talking about it is you do have the ability somewhat to control your thoughts. Obviously, things that would be distractions or negative thoughts, things like that can come into your mind from time to time. And this is one thing that we think uh, through proper preparation, thoughts, technique, you can turn those around into positives. Every negative, so to speak, can have a positive. So today's uh, podcast will be on some of that. Guys, what y'all think? Well, first off, I'd like to say thanks to uh, all of our family and friends who have been uh, listening to us and uh, giving us good feedback and also not making too much fun of us um, whenever we started this endeavor. So appreciate that. Um, that'll start off. We had this goal to, um, do the podcast and I was positive that we were going to do it and voila, here we are. Positive that he would do it. I, I will give, <laughs> I will say John was uh, a little like what the heck at first, but pretty positive for the most part. Also, um, you know, the numbers are coming in. It looks like we have about 30 and a half, um, listeners. So they're kind of piling up out there. Wait, time um, out the 31 and a half. 31, 31 and a half, 31 just, and just a half listeners. Um, Eagerly awaiting for more. <laughs> I was going to say the, the person who's out there only um, half downloaded, you need to buy some more data or go ahead and hop on some free Wi-Fi so you can get the full spectrum of what this podcast is all about. On a serious note, we do appreciate those of y'all listening to us so far. Much appreciated. Yes, Craig here. Just want to thank everybody for listening as well. And uh, I'm excited about today's episode, The Power of Mind and Positive Thinking. Um you know, just being in a state of, of, of a positive mindset is awesome, you know, and, and us getting to share our thoughts with you uh, will hopefully uh, get you thinking about some of these subjects we, we will bring up each and every week. Um, so, guys, where do y'all think we should launch this this concept, this idea of our thoughts and, and positive outlook? Yeah, man, and I, I think we all are, are pretty positive. Before the podcast, we're doing a little prep, a little thought. And for those of our listeners out there, just to give you an insight into what we do, we kind of pick a topic about a week in advance and then we kind of uh, text about it, think about it. And then right before we shoot it, we talk about it. And then this is what you got out there. So really speaking from the heart from all of us and something that, that I always look at and I, I believe in is being a, a half glass full person. Um, anytime, any situation, I like to turn it around and try to find a positive things, things, rough things happen in life, which I really believe is, is part of life. It is part of the great mystery of life that you will, um, endure some some low times in life along with some high times and one of the things I try to focus on is don't get too high and don't get too low there's a purpose for all things um, so you can feel all those emotions 
And so, and just something as simple as when it rains or it's outside or it's cold, people in my office always give me a hard time because I'm like, hey, if we didn't have these kind of days, we would never be able to appreciate the sunny days or um, the days that are warm and things like that. So that that's just one of the easy tips that I look at. Um, like, hey, God gave us a day today to be cold so we can recognize the the good days when we have those as well. Well, I'd like to go back to the glass half full kind of thing. Um, all of you who know hot dog or do not know hot dog, I just need to let you know that most of the reason why he likes to talk about glass half full is he wants to get half off his drinks. <laughs> he doesn't want he doesn't want to pay for that second half on the top. Let me tell you, part of that reason probably is we do go to lunch. We're getting a little off topic here, but to give you another insight, we go to lunch quite often and uh, or dinners. And Craig and I pretty much pay for every single meal. John comes through on the payment, maybe one out of ten, I would say somewhere in there. He's always like, "Oh, I think it's somebody else," and it was weird. When we first started going to lunch before Craig was with us, it was me and John. He paid all the time. And I was like, man, this is awesome. Uh, I don't know if this is because my friend or it's because of business expense. But uh, Craig started coming in and then all of a sudden it became, oh, my God, it's a miracle that Matt's paying or it's a miracle that Craig's paying. So that's probably why John's saying that just in general, begging for a discount. <laughs> well, I think uh, for most people it's easy to um, get stuck in a, a rut where they're focused on negative things. Um, you know, you're, you're bombarded every day with negative influences from, you know, you open the paper or you read some feed on uh, Facebook, Instagram, anything like that. You know, we're hit with bad news all the time. And it's sometimes difficult to break out of that rut and to see positive things when you're surrounded by so many negative things. I agree, man. I think that's, I was, I had the news on the other night, saw somebody on there saying there's so much darkness in the world, but we all have the ability to make our own positive light. And I think that's true because when you do look at things, the world today in a lot of people's eyes, and I'm not downplaying it all, is a scary place. And, and so in looking at it, um, I, I do think it, it can get troublesome and, and the outlook on things can be kind of bleak at times. No, I, I agree. And kind of along those same lines, I think, uh, if you look at your inner circle, the friends and people you spend time with, and it may be the, the media and the things you read and watch, but I think a lot of that can either charge your batteries or drain them. Uh, a lot of people, you know, have negative energy and you can look at it two ways. Do I avoid this person because they're bringing me down or on the flip side, uh, can you, can you be a light in their life and, and have that sort of conscious awareness of, of where your mind is at? And if, if they're in a position to get, to get help and, you know, and be that, you know, the positive force in their life. But at the same time, you know, it can bring you down as well. So just being conscious of that. Yeah, toggling on with that, the people that you surround yourself with. Um, I'm sure we all have a, a friend or two out there that might be a little pessimistic. Uh, look at the glass, it's half empty, um, <laughs> so to speak. So yeah, I think that's true. It's good to surround yourself too with people that, that might have the similar mind, outlook, things like that, family, friends, etc. I agree, I agree. Um, you know, it's funny, there was a quote I heard. It said, uh, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're absolutely right. And it's so wild because I think a lot of limitations we create uh, dictate our life. And there was this uh, quote by a gentleman named Napoleon Hill, and he, he said it, and it really was kind of kind of stopped me in my tracks. He said, 99% of humans are asleep. And I was thinking, wow, is really only 1% of us alive? And what does that mean? You know, and I think it's, you know, and the more I read into it, you know, probably a lot of people, 80 to 90% of their daily thoughts are disempowering. It's just repeating these stories they keep telling themselves about, 
you know, just focusing on all these negative emotions and just kind of hitting that replay, replay, replay. And, and what can we do to kind of hit the brakes and take a look at our emotions and our thoughts and say, you know, why am I thinking this? You know, why am I letting this thought control my life and either put me in a positive state or a negative state? Yeah, man. I, very well said. Yeah, that's, uh, that is very well said. Um, it's interesting with uh, that many people asleep, you wouldn't think that the sleep study clinic would be so busy. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> And then uh, some of us snore, which keep other people awake. And <laughs> that's so, why the sleep clinics are open. That's why they're open. <laughs> well, that, that brings up a point, you know, talking about people's mindsets. Uh, I'm currently in the middle of a book that talks about different mindsets of people. Um, so people who have a fixed mindset, they want to stay in their lane. They're comfortable with where they are in life. They think they know their limitations and they can't go beyond that. They're the kind of people who need constant approval, constant praise. They have a lot of difficulty with um, failure or with people challenging them. Um, And, you know, I think we all know a lot of people like this. um, And on the the converse of that, um, the opposite mindset is a growth mindset. People who are not afraid of failure, people who want to continuously stretch themselves to go beyond their limits. They look at cha- they look at failure or they look at an obstacle, um, something that they want to achieve that's difficult as a challenge, and um, you know they're not afraid to go after things and push the envelope of what they feel they're capable to do because they they feel like they're able to overcome and uh, achieve their goal eventually. Yeah, dude, uh, John. What what about the people that that have a hard time? The the first group of people you're talking about. What do you do when those kind of people come into your life, man? Anything you do? I know you're a pretty. You love to joke with people, clown with people, things like that. What do you do when those people come around? Well, the good news is, um, you know, even if you are in a fixed mindset, uh, like this book talks about, um, you can change your behavior. Um, so this is something called uh, neuroplasticity. Getting all technical on us, I see. Getting here. all technical, <laughs> yes. That does not mean you have plastic in your brain. <laughs> um, what this means is that, given different circumstances, um, your brain can adapt and learn new things. Um, a simple way of thinking of this is like uh, teaching a young hot dog new tricks. Classic. <laughs> I'll be the guinea pig for this. Well, you know, and it's true. Um, since I met young hot dog and he's been hanging around, he has kind of pushed himself and gotten out of his comfort zone to, to do new things. Um, in 2019, he's gone on a solo trip. He went and saw Mount Rushmore. Uh, so that was good. I did. I will say I was a little close minded to the traveling and I don't want to say negative because I am a half glass full knew that I could do it but probably let my own fears and limitations get in the way John had been trying to get me to go on the solo journey for I don't know almost since I met you probably it's a good time Um, a long time and I finally did make it out to of all places Mount Rushmore it was it was good man uh pushed myself to to different different places I had never been mentally physically etc well, the other thing that has been rumored uh, to have occurred is um, I have heard that he has talked that he has talked to an attractive lady. Come on, that hasn't been confirmed yet. But uh, I do not know why these type of conversations <laughs> wow. are making their way out there. We need to hear more about this at some point. <laughs> Save for another day. <laughs> it's interesting, Steve. You mentioned something that about these mindsets. Uh, you know, and in kind of reflecting, we've talked you know before about these, these topics. And I think there's trigger words a lot of times that, you know, when we're in the negative mindset, we kind of tell ourselves, 
you know, if you're, you know, I'm pissed, I'm stressed, I don't have time, I'm tired, I've got so much to do. These are thoughts of, you know, when you tell yourself these stories, you know, you can't feel good. You're, you know, you're going to be slumped over. You're going to be breathing shallower. It just it puts you in a, in a bad place. And so, you know, what, you know, what can we do to stop ourselves from those negative words? You know, That's how a great can we, point, correct? you know, what are some positive trigger words? You know, for me, it's, you know, I'm pumped. I feel great. I'm grateful. Um, you know, it's sort of that just changing your, your, how you describe things. And I, we had mentioned this a while back, but one, one day I was driving down the road and don't know for whatever reason, I just appreciated the trees. It was so crazy. Like I'm looking at them going, wow, those are really pretty trees. And I've, here I am, you know, 42 years old. And, and then all of a sudden it's just, just an awareness of all the beauty around, you know, like, wow, I'm, I'm in this car, you know, I'm at a time in my life. I mean, think of how many millions of people or billions of people were never born and will not experience grabbing a steering wheel. I mean, it's just when you truly take a moment of just to stop and look at that granular detail of the world around you, you know, it can take you from that that negative mindset. So I tried that actually the last couple of months where I, you know, I have some anxiety or fear or just some weird emotion that was probably disempowering. And just for the moment, you just took a step back and looked at like the fact that I'm alive and, you know, I'm standing on concrete that was produced at a factory and poor. I mean, just really get down to it. It's just amazing when you just reflect on even the minutia and have that sense of gratitude. I don't know. It's really helped me a lot. Man, that's a great example. Um, John and I were looking at each other. I'm guessing maybe thinking the same thing, just as a simple teaser maybe for future episodes about, you want to go ahead, John? I know what you're probably going to say. No, go ahead. About <laughs> potential of self-driving cars out there. And I was just wondering if Craig was thinking to himself, man, I wish this car was self-driving so I could look at the trees more. Just think of what you could observe if you didn't have to focus on the you road. You know what? I know, but I appreciated the gas pedal and my GPS at that moment. But if I could have sat back and, and read a book and enjoyed the environment, it would have been awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, again, teaser for a future episode. But no, in all seriousness, I think that's a great point, Craig. And when you were saying that, it made me think about, and y'all can probably expound on this more than I can, people who are also physically in pain, who have suffered an injury or something like that. Uh, I've seen it, been around people. I mean, we've all probably done it ourselves at one time or another. Um, and so much pain, I can't, I pulled a muscle, I can't go do that. Or the limitations, and if I've always heard, if you have a positive mindset toward an injury or a sickness or something like that, it can make it better. Uh, just the mindset of what you're going to do each day instead of waking up, oh, man, I don't feel good. I'm not going to be able to sit in my chair today versus something like that. And I'm guessing y'all probably see that all the time in y'all's uh, field of expertise. No, you're totally right. In fact, you know, a lot of people will come to me or Steve in pain and they want the quick fix. Hey, give me the pill. Give me the adjustment. Give me the shot and want it all to go away. But, you know, really more and more studies these days are showing that there's sort of a psychologic component to it and having sort of a you know, doing exercises, of whether it's meditation or biofeedback or, you know, tools and exercises to get your mind to not just, not necessarily accepting where you're at, but, you know, mind over matter, you know, really just having, there's certain exercises and breathing techniques you can do that are just as powerful as oral pain medicine. Right. Or someone rehabbing from an injury, something like that, having the mental mindset to know, man, I got a six month rehab ahead of me. I just blew out my ACL or something like that to be mentally positive, to go and grind at it every single day to get themselves better. Absolutely. You know, you just need to work on refocusing um, and redirecting your, your mindset and your behavior. A big redirection of my mindset um, occurred whenever I met my wife. Shout out to Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and my initial interactions with her son, um, 
so I was in my mid thirties, um, when I met Andrew and he was about five. Um, and it was a bit rough, uh, initially starting off interacting with him whenever he would get irritated or uh, frustrated, you know, he would kind of lash out. And for me, um, I'd been used to being young and wild and free, being the fun uncle. Hitting those dance floors up. <laughs> hitting the dance floors up uh, and doing those types of things. Whenever the um, negative stuff would come out, I would hit the road and, and run for the door. Um, so this was uh, a struggle that I had um, starting out. And after a couple of weeks, my wife said, look, you need to try to work on redirecting Andrew's behavior uh, in a different way. This is how I suggest that you do it. Um, so she gave me a more positive uh, influence to try on him, and it worked out fantastic. Uh, give her all the credit uh, to where, you know, he helped manage his behavior. You know, I, I can't give him all the blame for all of this. I mean, he was only five years old. Uh, I was in my mid thirties. Absolutely not a shock that John would blame someone else. I, I'm really five year old. I'm. <laughs> I am willing to accept about 5% of the fault for this. <laughs> that's awesome, John. All right, John. Yeah, man, that's great. I'm glad that uh, good Wallace could enlighten you somewhat um, on that. And a little shout out, like we said to, to Lindsay, you know, we were all thinking of different things that we do when something negative does uh, come into our lives. And I had jotted down a few things. Um, the first thing I try to do is, is look at it as a learning experience. You know, um, a lot of times uh, it's probably human nature. We all look at, the day we wake up and we think what the day is going to be like, and then it kind of gets off kilter a little bit and, or something goes downhill or it could be for the positive. But when it does go downhill, I try to see it as a learning experience, um, that is being put into my life so I can, can learn from it. And whenever it happens again, use those tools going ahead. Uh, it does allow me to appreciate the good things. Like I mentioned earlier, um, rainy days, things like that. Or like if I really wanted to go play golf and couldn't go play, well, the next time that I can go play and it's not raining, I can appreciate it a little more. One thing that I really learned technique is the power of prayer or positive thought. A lot of times I have several favorite Bible verses that I'll go through in my head over and over again uh, to kind of set me in the right mind frame instead of thinking and, and fixating on something negative to go to that place. Again, sometimes I'll be honest, we're all human. I'll, I'll do it. And I'm like, this is getting me nowhere. But over time, you look back and you see that it, it really got you through the situation more than you thought. The last thing I, I really think, and it's one of my favorite things, I was watching. I'm a big sports fan. I was watching ESPN. Elite and, athlete. Yes, correct. Elite athlete. Oh. You should have seen him in the gym the other day. He <laughs> <laughs> was, an, was an animal. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. But I like to watch every year ESPN does a benefit for cancer research uh, from the Jimmy V Foundation. And Craig Sager, who was a sideline reporter, for TNT, I think probably some for TBS, but I think for sure TNT with a, a lot of NBA basketball. Uh, some of y'all out there probably know him. He would wear uh, very colorful suits and things like that. Had a great po positive uh, outlook, very high on life, um, funny guy, brought a lot to the, to the table. And he passed away recently, and before he passed, he was, uh, you know, ill and was doing the speech at the for the foundation. He got some award for courage or something like that. I, I can't remember the exact award. And in it, he said to treat each day as a blank canvas, and that has stuck with me very hard. Um, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. Things can change. I always, everybody gives me a hard time. I like to stay in the snap of a finger. Something can change. And uh, if you are, if we are given the ability, if you've had a rough day and, you, and you're about to go to sleep and, um, you know, 
the day had the reason for the day. And if you get the opportunity to wake up the next day, the cool thing is you can paint whatever you want. Craig said each day is a new day. It's a blank canvas. Paint with it with what you want. And that is so powerful to me because we really do have that ability to paint whatever we want. We can tell our own story. Um, even, you know, if we have kids or work, obviously we have things we have to do. But for the most part, within those parameters, we can paint our own story. And that's something that I try to concentrate on every day when I wake up. Hey, what kind of story are we going to paint today? Or what kind of story is going to be somewhat painted for me with the people around me? So that's something I would challenge everybody to try to do is, is look at each day as a blank canvas. No, I mean, Matt, that's awesome. You're right. You know, you are. <clears throat> since we're talking about cars earlier and picking on me about my, you know, looking at the trees, you know, I have an analogy. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, since who's driving your car, you know, it's. If you think about it, it's really hard to drive forward when you're looking in the rearview mirror, um, looking at Great. your past story. Absolutely. You know? Great. So, you know, but what can we do to drop the disempowering stories from the past? Don't look behind, but look forward while appreciating the past that shapes us, but not letting it limit us. If there is a, a limiting story there, if the way you enjoy your life is only when life is the way you want it to be, you know, you're not going to enjoy life because there's going to be a lot of things that come into your life. And so we want to enjoy the process, the people that we interact with and those, the love we get, the environment. Um, cause you know, what you get will never make you happy, but who you become, I think will really make you happy in the relationships and the love. So, so, you know, some of the questions that our listeners might you know ask themselves, you know, what area in life do you want to experience your biggest um, breakthroughs or your biggest changes? You know, and ask yourself what's stopping you, you know, and, and where did these negative stories come from? And what do you say when you try to start new things? Do you ask your, you tell yourself limiting, things like oh, it's too hard it's too difficult don't have the time you know and what losses have you suffered because of this you know because you had you know anxiety and frustration you know what were, what were the losses and then what will these stories continue to cost you if you let them get in the way for the next 5 10 15 or 20 years you know changing one bad story or one bad belief can have a ripple effect in so many areas of your life uh, you know so that's uh you know just some thoughts i've had you know i just think we need to you know, kind of do what we can to help each other, you know, oftentimes get through those things. And yeah, that's outstanding. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and just to toggle on John, not to cut you here for a second, but I, I think it's true, Craig. I didn't think about that. Um, a lot of people get stuck looking in the past. Uh, that's another thing, not just something negative that happens to you, but something that happened to you and being able to move on from that at some point. Yeah. Sure. There's a, there's a cool line in uh, a song and uh, something that you said made me think of it. Um, and the line is, you're more than the sum of your past mistakes. So uh, um, that's a way that yeah. I think they're trying to say, you know, you aren't your past. You have whatever direction you want to take moving forward. And that's kind of what you touched on. It made me think about that anyway. That's awesome. Yeah, I would toggle on one other uh, tip that kind of came to my mind that I think about a lot, too. Um, we all, if something really good happens to us, we're like, man, like if you go on a trip, I don't have any kids, but... It, when you have a child, I'm sure that's up there. He's like traveling with a child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But when you have something really good, euphoric happen in your life, at least I, a lot of times, I'm like, man, I wish I could take a time out. I wish this could stop. Like, I wish I could feel it more. Like, I try, I try to feel it and appreciate it, right? I try to do the same things when something negative happens. Not near as fun. But when it happens to you, or even as simple as when you're sick, right? A lot of people are sick, and they 
want to go to sleep. Like you have a common cold or something. You want to go to sleep. You want it to go away. You want it, And then when it goes away, you really don't think about it again. You're just like, oh, I'm good. And you don't feel with what it was. Right. Right. The mind. Let me loose. The line. <laughs> I'm alive. The mind is really powerful, right? Because it just forgets that pain. It's just gone. And so I try to, whenever it's going on, mentally tell myself, all right, I'm going to embrace this for a minute. I'm going to try to feel this for a minute. So when it's over, I can appreciate how much better it feels that that's not happening to me anymore. Again, sick, something bad happens to you, negative day. Try to embrace it for what it is. Absolutely. Some of the things that I would suggest that you try to do is maybe try to remove some of the negative things that you may be dealing with in your life. Some of them you may be able to remove. Some of them you may not. Um, for me, um, you know, think about all aspects of your life. Um, so the first thing that people see when they look at you usually is your face. So stop mean mugging people. And in this case, <laughs> don't look at John's face. <laughs> uh, yeah, quit stank facing people um, and maybe focus on more positive inter- interactions and give people a smile. Also have more positive interactions with people around you. Maybe tell, give someone a compliment or give yourself a compliment. Um, you know, something to help reduce some of those things. Also, you can take time out like uh, Hot Dog was saying and you can do some uplifting reading or a list, listen to music that's uplifting, uh, do some Bible passage like you were talking about, or just uh, spend some quiet time in prayer. And I think uh, to that point as well, you know, if you, you find yourself standing before a mountain that seems overwhelming or there's some part of your life you want to change or a different mindset, instead of asking how, you know, try to ask a different question. Because if we ask how, then we're, we're pretty much putting the challenge before us, but change your question to, to, to what and why you put why in front of it, then you can maybe get the, the, the passion behind it. You know, it's sort of, why do I need to do this? Well, because I'm going to have a better life or it's going to allow this relationship to develop further or, you know, my health will be better. And then when you put an answer, you know, ask a better question, I think it sometimes gives you the passion and motivation to, to get over that hurdle. Yeah. Very well said, Craig. I agree. All right, Craig Cream, what made you, uh, hit the brakes or pump the gas this week, brother? Whoop. <laughs> put on the spot. Oh man, let's see. Uh, hit the gas or brakes. Hit the gas or brakes. Okay, I'm gonna say I hit the brakes. Okay. Um, man. you know, I took a week off recently. Just you know, life's been busy. Work's been busy. Much deserved. Oh, Very well deserved. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just you know, it's one of those moments where I took a step back, and I'm you know, I mentioned like in previous podcasts, I have teenage daughters, and one of them's fixing to go to college. And, you know, life just goes so fast and it hits you really quickly. And, you know, a lot of times we get so caught up in our day to day that um, one day you wake up and you have an 18 year old daughter. And so I took a week off and I try to take time every now and then. And we recently remodeled a house. And so over the holidays, you know, just just being able to have quiet time in the evenings, you know, turn the lights down. Christmas tree was on um, fires going, you know, having movie time, game time. And just really slowing down and appreciating the, the most important things in life and having just the, just feeling the love and the connection. And it, it just that's I think that's where I hit the brakes. Just really slow down and to be present with my family and friends. And hey, that's a great time for it. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. very good time. And I've got a lot of like I, I've said many times, y'all are my friends, but I look up to y'all, try to learn from y'all. It is good. It is good to time to take that time out. And I th- a lot of admiration for you, Craig, with your family. That's truly putting them first because uh, you are extremely busy, um, <laughs> as, we, as we all are. But Craig's on a different level with nah, all his businesses, et cetera. Busy. And you always find a way to put your family first, man, which I think is great. Thanks, man. 
All right, guys. Well, look, we appreciate everyone listening in here to um, episode three. We do appreciate all who have downloaded, subscribed to the podcast. Uh, we would challenge you to use some of the tools, et cetera, that we were talking about today. And y'all probably have some of your own. So feel free to hit us up uh, on Facebook or Instagram with your thoughts that that um, that y'all have on the podcast and what y'all do in, in certain situations when negative times come upon you. And until next time, we'll see you later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah, if you feel.